Welcome to the VIP Ignite podcast, your source for tomorrow's talent today. Hear real-life stories of models, actors, and musicians breaking down barriers, launching careers, and sharing their stories of overcoming obstacles and finding real success. They will activate the winner in you by revealing the path with their best tips and advice. My name is Denise White, and I am the host of the Coffee in the Green Room podcast. Here in the Green Room, we have the conversations you're not going to have on stage. You're going to have behind the scenes before you even get on stage. And today, I am so excited to have the love doctor, Dr. Anil Gupta here. Hi, Anil. How are you today? Hey, Denise. Thank you so much for having me on your show. You are so welcome. So, okay, everyone who's watching is intrigued. The love doctor. So before we get to that, can you just tell my audience a little bit about yourself? Sure. So I, I help uh, singles find their uh, uh, partner without going through the process of dating and having a 92% success rate rather than a 92% fail rate. I help families reunite with, with their kids, with their parents, with their families by removing obstacles that preventing them from leading a richer, fuller, happier life. And, um, you know, people call me, oh, you're the love doctor, you're the love doctor. So I, I, I just took it on. Well, where were you when I was in my 20s trying to find love, Dr. Gupta? <laughs> there you go. I was finding myself. Uh, <laughs> but uh, there is a secret. And once people know the secret, it gives them freedom. Awesome. So I don't know if you want to give us the whole secret on the podcast, but can you um, first talk a little bit about how did you discover the secret? It's really through coaching, you know, um, uh, guiding uh, couples, families, singles. And then I thought there must be a formula and I want to share the formula. I don't want to hold back anything. Okay. But see, Denise, most people get the dating system the wrong way around. They say yes to a relationship until it becomes a no. I've definitely been there, and I'm sure most 99.9% .9 of my audience can say that they've been there as well. So can you dive a little bit more into that? Because I, I pretty much everyone I know has been in that spot. Absolutely, because that's the way um, society has taught you. So, for example... Um, if you were to buy a house and you look at a house from the outside, you think, oh, my God, that's beautiful. I'll buy it. You would never do that, would you? No, you have to go inside, look at the plumbing, all that stuff. And it's exactly the same thing. When you're looking for a partner, you have to go inside. You know, as you say, check the plumbing. Are they healthy? Check uh, the location of the house, you know. So basically, you do your due diligence. You find out about them. You find out where they've been, if there's any trauma, if there's any illness, mental illness, if there's any financial difficulties, if there's any PTSD, if there's any drama that could bring in. So um, once you do your due diligence, then you can say, I'm interested. But most people will say yes, and then they find out, oh, they're a cheater or they're a liar or they... They're not healthy or they're on drugs or they're, you know, whatever. Yeah. So there are three criteria you look for. First one is integrity. 
second one is are they loving not just to you but to everybody mm -hmm. and the third one is are they healthy emotionally physically spiritually mentally and financially so Denise would you play with me on this I would love to okay so that first long-term relationship we don't need to know names okay let's let's back test this okay okay did they have integrity in hindsight no they did not great when you first met them were there any signs that they didn't have integrity I would have to say yes. I, I, looking back, I can certainly see patterns of repeatability. So yes, yeah. they definitely have the signs. But I was so in love, and it was the first person who loved me, and I was so excited. I was like, "It's not going to happen to me, of course." Of course not. So what we're doing, we're removing the subjectivity and being objective. The second is, were they loving? Yeah, he was pretty. He was loving to me. Yes. Was he loving to everybody? Again, in retrospect, he wasn't very kind to his family. He was always very angry with them. Okay, so that that's a red flag. And and did you find that he was only loving when he wanted to be? Yeah. Okay, so zero out of two. Now, was he healthy? It's sad to say, but at 18 years old, he wasn't healthy. <laughs> there you go. So it's a zero out of three. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So this would take away all the emotion. Yeah. So, okay. So how do you do this when you first meet someone? Like, how, like, how, like, do you send out questionnaires? You send out, hold on. Can you please fill out this tick list and then we'll see if we can talk? Like, how do you do this in real life? In real life, what you do, you get to know the person. Get not You don't meet them. You, you speak to them on the phone, and you ask them questions. You know, um, are you in a relationship right now? Yeah? Oh, my, yes. Yes, I am. No, I'm, I'm just saying, that uh, would be a question. Like... Are you in a relationship? How long was your last relationship? How did it end? And uh, on what terms did it end? Why did you break up? Uh, I hope you don't mind, but I ask a lot of questions. And this is a process I teach people because it's collecting data, collecting data, collecting data. And then once you've collected the data, you look for alignment. So if he says, oh, I love kids. But, you know, then anytime you mention a kid or a niece or a nephew, he's like this, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's not aligned. Yeah. So you, you need to collect as much data as you can, then make an informed choice. You know what? It sounds very interesting. Let's meet. But then don't meet for a meal, evening meal. Meet for a coffee. Because in the evening meal, there's a lot of pressure to perform, to be the best version of you, to go on the next date. But if it's a coffee or a, a walk, there's no pressure. You can be you. They can be they. Because, see, the thing is, when you date, this uh, actors are on stage. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. It's true. Hmm. Okay. So this way, you know, most people have 10 relationships before they get married, which is a 100% fail rate. And then when they're on the altar, they think, oh, I hope this one works. You can't live on hopium. And then there's a 50 to 60% that will fail. So it, it's a terrible ratio. But we're never taught the right way to do this.
you know, when my daughter was 14, I asked her about all her friends. Did they have boyfriends, girlfriends? She said, Dad, most of them do. I said, what happens at the beginning? Oh, Dad, they're lovey-dovey. And then what happens? Oh, Dad, they, they break up and then they're not so nice to each other. Then they swap partners. I said, honey, how many of those relationships would you have before you're 25, 28? She said, at least 10. And I said, you know, if you had 10 relationships, what makes the 11th one the one? And she didn't know. But then I showed her the formula. First boyfriend she brought home, I wasn't happy with. And uh, I, I told her, look, I'm not happy. She said, Dad, why? I said, look, honey, you, you know, my score is out of 10 and uh, he just doesn't get it. And she said, Dad, what's the score? And I said, look, honey, you better sit down. And she got upset. He's a 12. 12 out of 10. Mag 10? Magnificent soul. And they're married. They're happily married. She's pregnant. Everything's great. So this takes away all the guesswork. You don't want weak foundation through your house. You don't want surprises. Yeah. Okay. So just because, I mean, I've been out of the dating scene for a while now, thank goodness. But um, how do you teach people to apply this? Because it seems like if someone called me and was asking me a bunch of questions, I'd be like a little bit overwhelmed. Well, you pre-frame it. Look, I hope you don't mind. I, I ask a lot of questions, but you don't just dump the questions on. Okay. You play with them. Say, you know, you know, let's let's say, you know, how how long was your last relationship? Make it up. It doesn't matter. Um, a year. Yeah. Okay. You you must have enjoyed that. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. What was great about him? Um, we had a lot of things in common, so we just enjoyed doing the same things and we just enjoyed spending time with one another. Wow, that sounds amazing. Okay. End of role play. I asked a few questions, but I was genuinely interested in you. Yeah. So it, it can't be just boom, 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 boom. You you have to step back and get interested in the other person and then, you know, fine tune it and you know, get more information, you know. And it's a process. It's not easy because what happens is, you know, I, I had a, 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 a client the other day and his partner had zero out of three. Very smart man, very smart person, but he still wanted to continue the relationship. And I asked him why. He says, I don't want to be alone. Mm. So a lot of people are fearful of being alone. Yeah. So, so I help them remove the fear and give them guidance and hold their hand. So they, they they only need to work with me once to find this beautiful soul. And then they're off to the races. I love that. So let me ask you a question on the flip side. Yeah. How do you become that person who is a three out of three if maybe you're not a three out of three? Because you, you have to hold the other person yourself to the same standard you're holding the other person. Absolutely. So if, if say you were selling your house, you'd fix it up before you sold it. Yeah. So if you want to attract this uh, person with integrity, loving and healthy, you have to change too. Yeah. You, you have to say, am I integrous? Am I loving? Am I healthy? Which part of my life do I need to change? Mm -hmm. So then as you do that, your vibrational energy changes. When your vibrational energy changes, you start to attract different people in your life. That's so, true. you know, you've got to work on yourself first. Yeah. So let me ask you another question. You said that you're using this to 
help bring families together. So if you're in a relationship and you realize that the two of you may be, um, you're not a three out of three, both of you, just for an example. Um, and I'm guessing a lot of times when families are broken apart or in strife or just not functioning at the highest level, they're all there. They all have to do some work to pull themselves together so that they can all be at the highest level. How do you do that with families? So with families, we give them tools. You see, if, if you wanted to put up a, a picture frame, you didn't have the right tools, you wouldn't be able to do it. So I give them tools, methodologies, systems, strategies, maybe 50 to 60, and allow them to diffuse situations, improve quality communication, and uh, understand the other point of person's view, not react, mm -hmm. but to respond, to listen more, speak less, and give them role play and scenarios and how to handle situations. That's all. It sounds to me like what you're teaching people to find love and to reconstruct families is something that should be taught in school. Absolutely. Uh, you know, because <laughs> we're never taught communication. We're never taught to respond rather than react. We're never taught to listen. We're never taught to, you know, public speak or speak up for yourself. We're, we're never taught a lot of systems and we're never given the tools you know sit down be quiet do your work sit down be quiet do your work but we, we've never given we've been given a manual when we were born hey this is you the human being you know as human beings we love to be right about being right we have expectations we have uh attachments we have this we have that we don't know we were never told yeah wow this is revolutionary so let me if you if someone's listening to this podcast and there is one thing that you want them to learn there's one there's one thing that you want them to be able to start putting into practice today what is that one thing that you would recommend to everyone listening okay. the one thing would be be so amazing that you cannot be ignored and if you are ignored be uh, it doesn't matter because what other people think of you is none of your business. Be the best version of you today. I love that. Awesome. Well, where can people find you? Because I know that everyone who is listening to this podcast needs what you're doing right now because I've never met a perfect person. So love doctor, where can people find you? Um, they can go to my website, meetanil.com, M-E-E-T-A-N-I-L, A-N-I-L.com. And um, uh, they can have a look at my content, what I do, how I do it, the, the people I've impacted. And then there, there's a way to contact me through the website. And I'd be delighted to help anyone. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you so much. I like. I would love to thank keep you. talking to you, but I feel like I need to go up level my life. So my partner <laughs> would be like, me too, me too, even more excited about being about being with me. So thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and sharing your time, and thank you for making the world a better place, one relationship at a time. It's really what you're doing is is really tremendous because so many times there. The thing I love about what you're doing is it's actionable because people go through therapy, they do this, they do that. And that's just kind of a cycle, but it sounds like you give people a plan where they can actually accelerate their results. And just, yeah. if we had more people that were just good humans, the world would be such an amazing place. 
You know, it's so true. I I take people from where they are to where they want to get to. That's all I do. Yeah. And that that's awesome. Thank you so much for what you're doing. Yeah. I really appreciate yeah. it. Thank you for uh, taking the time to have me on your show. You're welcome. So right. anyone listening here on Coffee in the Green Room, make sure you hit subscribe because you never know who I'm going to interview next in the green room. And you want to make sure you are here for all of the amazingness. So again, subscribe to Coffee in the Green Room and I will see you on the next episode. And again, Dr. Gupta, thank you so much for being here today. No, no thank you. Thank you, Denny. Take care. You too. Bye. Thank you for listening to the VIP Ignite podcast. For free resources and to learn more about how to become a model, actor, or musician, please head over to ammsociety.com. And if you love this episode, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. It is very much appreciated. Thank you.